Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Over the month of July, we are raising awareness of the damage the fashion world is doing to our environment. Did you know that the fashion world ranks only behind the oil industry in contributing to world pollution? The fast fashion industry is emitting 1.2 billion tonnes of CO2 emissions per year, which is essentially 5% of all global emissions. Hard facts. And they definitely make you stop and think. And in fact, it was discovering how how damaging our fashion is to our world that inspired my next guest to start her own range of hand embellished jewellery and clothes from pre-loved items. It's called Think Threads and it's a collection of some stunning and really unique pieces. And I'm thrilled to promote a fantastic local business making waves in the sustainable fashion industry. Annie O'Rourke from Cooley, the owner of Think Threads, joins me on the line. How are you doing, Annie? I'm good, thank you, Sinead. Now, firstly, tell me about Think Treads, uh, because, you know, I know that like myself, your eyes were very much opened to the damage that fashion was doing on the world. And this kind of inspired you to start this. It did. So it sort of happened in my final year in college where um, I began learning about, um, you know, the corruption of of fast fashion and also the damage it was doing to the earth. Um, So when I left college, I'd done a few internships and I was sort of in a, in a rush, really, um, and I decided I was going to do it by myself, and I wanted to be part of this slow fashion movement. So I began making um, jewelry from previously broken jewelry. So I was collecting uh, broken jewelry from charity shops and also um, secondhand shops, and then people who didn't really know what to do with their broken jewelry would give them to me, and we started from there. And uh, ever since, yeah, I've been making some earrings and also been moving on to a lot of clothing uh, at the moment, too. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've been checking out some of the Instagram. There's some really, really stunning pieces that I want to talk about. But firstly, you know, I mentioned some of the kind of facts, I suppose, there in, in, in uh, terms of fast fashion. But can you give us sort of an idea of some of the waste that fashion is producing and how damaging this is on, on our environment? Because some of these statistics are quite shocking. Yeah, they are. And I suppose, like, you don't, you never really know. It's sort of like recycling. Um, I heard one time that only, I think, 6% of the world's recycling actually gets recycled. Really? Um, oh, my so, God. Yeah, it's, it's shocking. And, and I suppose it's very hard to know. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, the movement right now is sort of what, what you have in your own wardrobe you need to be using. You, you can't. It, it, you have to get out of this whole mindset of like, oh, sure, it's cheap, I'll just buy it and then wear it once and then what you do with it lies in the back of your wardrobe for years and years and, and then you, you do nothing with it. So um, I suppose the, the best thing you can do is use what you have first and then um, if 
swap with them, family and friends is always great too. And charity shops are great. But um, what's also good to keep in mind with charity shops is that, you know, it's not a dumping ground. It's give them your good quality clothes so they can resell it. Um, and that can make a profit from it um, you know Oh absolutely and you're raising so many uh, points there that I want to pick up on because you know you, we're, we've taken on this capsule wardrobe challenge on the show yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a couple of days into this now uh, nearly two weeks at this stage and we're using just 20 items from the wardrobe and trying to create outfits and it is it is absolutely a challenge and I very much was one of these people absolutely guilty hands up saying you know I'm going to run into this shop, pick up something for 10 quid, wear it once in a night out, not wear it again and rarely think about, you know, where that top is going to end up eventually. And also what's really important as well is how much that person would have been paid to make that 10 euro top. That's also a really eye opening issue as well in terms of wage and discrimination. Exactly. And you've probably seen it on the news recently as well. Um, it, it's come to light and especially in there was a factory in England and you know, if you think to yourself, okay, if these workers in England are being paid as little as three pound fifty, that's a first world con- in a first world country. How much are the people? Most of your clothes come from Asia, so how much are they getting paid? And it's pittance. It's it's nothing to be livable on. Um, so it's very important to start thinking about that. Um, but I do also understand that it's a privilege to be thinking about your clothes and where they come from. And uh, you know, if you can make the change. Because um, there there are people, you know, who can't afford it. And pennies are is absolutely great for those people who, um, you know, need a new pair of shoes for their son who is growing really fast and, and can't afford yeah. anything else. You know, and it's brilliant that way. But um, if you do have the resources um, to just have a wee think about, um, you know, where your clothes are coming from and, and what you're going to do with them in, in 10 years or so while you still have them. You know, it's very important to think about those things as well. Oh, absolutely. And you're, you're absolutely right. You know, there are plenty of people who, you know, c- you know, use the likes of the cheaper clothes shops to go in and get stuff. I've done it myself for the kids. The kids grow so quickly as well. Yeah. You know, so we're not saying that. What we're saying is stop go- doing what I was doing, running in just for a top for a night out, not really wearing it again and not thinking about it. That's what we're trying to cut down. You know, it's it's buying less and buying better as, as well. But tell me about Think Treads because um, you are very passionate about ensuring that the company is pretty much 100% sustainable. So tell me about the um, the types of materials that you're using in some of these stunning creations. Thank you. Um, well, most of the jewellery comes from a charity shop. So um, the girls in there collect the broken jewellery that come in and I obviously give a donation to them, so that's great. Um, and then in terms of like packaging and things like that, um, I get my boxes which are completely recyclable and um, I do a lot of prints as well and they're all on recycled material. I reuse packaging and, um, you know, that comes from. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's in every department of the business. You, I sort of have to be thinking about, okay, what ways can I improve on um, my, the carbon emissions or the carbon footprint um, that the business is letting off? Yeah, and, and that that's fantastic. And you're right, it, it comes into absolutely every aspect of the business. Now, I have to talk about this jewellery because I went onto your Instagram last night and I've been just obsessed with it every, ever since. Where do you get your inspiration from? Because I'm thinking particularly about the stunning pairs of earrings that look like eyes, particularly. <laughs> like, they are really striking. 
Thank you. I'm not really sure actually where the inspiration came from. I suppose, um, you know, when you're researching these things, something comes into your head and, and you just run with it. And people seem to really like the eye earrings. Um, recently, I've done a lovely commission for a girl named Holly in Kilkenny. And she came to me with broken jewellery that her nana gave her um, and her granny collected it from the 50s in New York wow. and she was like I'm not going to wear them as they are so would you be able to do something for me so she personally came to me and said I'm really interested in the eye earrings but I also really like a celestial theme so we ran with that and we, we came up with it together um, and you know we did a few mock-ups and photographs and we were just doing it that way um, and yeah she ran with it and it was just such a lovely commission to have because it's something that she can have and, and pass down to yeah, her. Yeah, I love that. Passing yeah. it down, yeah, to the to the generations. And I love that because often, you know, we are gifted heirlooms and yeah. say, you know, we, we're not sure maybe how to wear them. They might be a little bit too old fashioned. They sit in a drawer. They do get broken. So you do this. You can uh, upcycle and you do special commission pieces, as you mentioned there, for people, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, but is, how long would it take then to, say, make a pair of these earrings? Because you do an awful lot of very intricate work with this. Yeah, a lot of what I do is um, embellishments. So I, I sew a lot of it onto so, um, backs of fabric, which makes them lighter than, than using metalwork. Um, but it could take it could take up to a week. I, I've spent up to a week in a commission before. Um, but it just it depends. Like it depends what you can what you can do with the uh, material that the client gives you, I suppose. But um, a couple of hours couple of hours are always in it anyway. <laughs> and, you know, you were talking there as well, you've, you're branching out to clothing and I saw, um, again, just talking about this embroidery, you've got um, a really uh, stunning piece as well on a blazer um, of Venus. Uh, tell me about this. This is f- fantastic. This is a really, really stunning piece. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've been... I, what happened was I sort of wanted to start off in embroidery and um, while I was creating a, an embroidery portfolio to get a job, I was researching into jobs and there's nothing. There's just, there's hardly any jobs in embroidery because it's such a specified topic. Mm. Um, so again, I, I sort of began with the earrings because they were smaller and they wouldn't take as long. And um, then I was like, no, I want to get back into uh, embroidery as well. So we've been doing both of those. And then I'm, uh, I'm very interested in um, like Roman statues, but then juxtapositioning with like um like graphic um, yeah more modern kind of yes yes so you've got the kind of the classical and the more modern coming together yeah yeah exactly brilliant and uh, what pieces then are you most proud of when you look back through the collection you think oh I'm really proud of that one I really actually the the first couple of pieces um, that sold when I first opened um, were were big eye earrings and when I look back I'm really proud of them because I can say yeah I'm still doing that same style and I might have improved a bit, but, you know, I, I, I done it really well at the start, which, which I can say I'm very proud of. Um, and there's also uh, a piece on my Etsy page. It's a twiggy one with, with um, graphics behind it. And it took forever. And it was the first time I was sort of experimenting with gold work in my work. And it, it came out really well. So I'm just really happy that um, I have the skills and I, and I can have the time as well. 
um, to to put into the work. Um, so I'm really I'm, I'm proud of myself. I you to- are, you are, you should be as well because you know, as I say, they're 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 stunning pieces of work. So you know, for you because you are very much you're doing this as a side project. This is not yeah. your full time gig. So you obviously have to be very passionate and very devoted and uh, to, to this. Yeah, well, it's very hard to, um, as an artist or a designer in Ireland, to really um, launch launch your work. But um, the so I I am working full time, but that's great. And and I come home every night, and I can't wait to get into um, Pink Threads. It's, it's a passion, and I think that's really important for a business as well. You have to be really passionate for it to to be successful. And I have to mention the name as well because Think Thread, I imagine that you're encouraging us to think about the threads that we are purchasing. Is that the exactly. idea behind the name? Yeah, very difficult to come up with a name, <laughs> but um, eventually. And yeah, because it was embroidery at the start, I was like, well, you know, where your threads are coming from, you know, where your material is coming from. Think about it. And, you know, yeah, that's exactly, you got it in one. Ah, there you go. The message is going, getting out there. So if there's any budding designers out there like yourself that are passionate about being as sustainable as possible in their business, what top tips would you have for them in going about this? I suppose don't be too harsh on yourself. You can always improve but um uh you know start small and um just don't don't be too hard um and get the word out there don't be afraid to like get in contact with people i was very embarrassed at the start telling people oh this is what i'm doing but it's great and everybody people are going to have interest in your work no matter where they are like i remember um i i got an interview a while back and all of a sudden i had a whole load of um orders from america and i was wow it, yeah, it boggled my mind because I was like, <laughs> it's incredible to think that your work is, is in someone's home or someone's wearing it and you mightn't even know it, you know. So get the courage to do it and just go for it, really. Absolutely great advice. And listen, I wish you all the very, very best with the business. And thank you so, so much for taking the time out to join me on the show today. Thank you very much, Sinead. I really appreciate it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.